Ordinary Monday. It's Reaction Monday. Hashtag MSW. All right, let's uh, tell you what happened on this day in history. So on this day, on the 17th of April 2022, Simba SC humbled the land of pirates by a goal to nil. That game happening in, in Tanzania. And after the game, the then coach, Manjang Ligazi, lamented the treatment of his side that they received in Tanzania. He called it un-African. Hey, remember, on this day, last year, 17th of April, Well, I guess what happened with Stellenbosch will also go into this day in history many, many years to come. Stellenbosch causing a major shock, uh, dumping defending champions Mamelodi Sundowns out of the Nedbank Cup competition. That had come from behind 2-1 win in the quarterfinal clash at the Athlone Stadium this past weekend. Uh, their coach Stevie B, Steve Barker, I mean Ashwin Andres inspired half-time team talk. It seemed he'll tell me more about that. I mean, that inspired his charges to fight back from a goal down to win this particular encounter. After that pep talk. Now, Coach Barker joining me now to look back at the encounter and to take us through what transpired in that dressing room. There was a major change. If you watched that game, second half display was second to nine years. A successful coach, Steve Barker, uh, FC, Stellenbosch. Coach, good evening, Coach. Welcome to the show. Yes, good evening. Thank you for having me. How are you doing, Coach? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Can't complain. <laughs> yeah, he can't complain when you when you did what you did over the weekend, man. And just give me a little bit of insights. In that change room, you know what's happening. You've got 45 minutes left to make 10 things around, make history as well for the club and for yourselves. Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, the half-time, sort of team talk was similar to the pre-match. I just reminded the players that, you know, you don't always get these opportunities, that they don't uh, always, uh, you know, come often to, to make a semi-final of a, of a major uh, cup. Um, and, you know, reminded them that they need to play even harder and more and more intensity and more energy. Play for the badge, you know, play for our family and loved ones, play for our supporters and play for each other. And, um, you know, we also... Uh, you know, we dedicated this this cut to in honor of Ashwin Andres, and I just reminded them that you know we can do more, and uh, we need to go out second half, and uh, we have to go out and fight even harder. And you know what will happen will happen, but let us not walk off the pitch, you know, feeling that we could have given more. So it was just uh, encourage them to go out and just play the heart up, uh, which I felt that we did, and um, you know, fortunate. Uh, it worked right on the day, and uh, we got a really well-deserved victory and a momentous occasion for, for our football club. Would you say more of a soul-searching pep talk as opposed to a screaming session? Yeah, I, I felt that we had done well enough uh, in the first half. Um, you know, we had some good transition moments, uh, especially two really good opportunities to, to take the lead. And then shortly thereafter, we conceded the goal. You know, a little bit of a unlucky to come off the post uh, of Lee into the goal. So I just reminded him that we actually are playing well. We are in this game. And back if we want to advance and we want to win a tournament um, or a cup, like the Medbank, um, you know, we have to go out the next 45 minutes and we have to get ourselves back in the game. And uh, 
you know, I said, you know, first 15, 20, let's not concede. Let, you know, maybe we can get one, get back in the game, and then we can push. And unfortunately, you know, we got quite a sort of earliest goal. Uh, and then, it, and then you know, to take the lead a bit shortly thereafter. Um, and then it was, um, you know, thereafter a really good defensive effort to, to shut uh, a really good quality team like Sundance up. Um, so, yeah, uh, very proud of, of the effort and uh, execution of the game plan. They always say that numbers, you know, they don't always tell the right story. When you look at Sundowns, end of the game, I mean, they were knocking on, what, almost 60% of the ball possession, uh, but you equally had had opportunities that would match them, where you had eight goal attempts, they had 10, where you had four shots on target, they had four as well. Shots off target, you had four, they had six. So that is fine margins, despite not having the bulk of that possession. Just from a tactical perspective, what does that mean? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we we know and I think, you know, there's not many teams in, in South Africa that have more than 50% ball possession against a team like Sundowns. You know, they, they're a very ball possession orientated team. You know, they tactically, you know, they play with inverted fullbacks. They, they try and overload the midfield area, you know, play a lot of short passes and try and unlock you and suck you in into situations where they can break lines and then, you know, the pitch opens up for them. So, um, you know, we knew that they would do that. But, um, you know, we know that also our best sort of chances of beating a team like Sundown is on on transitional moments, um, you know, such as the match when we beat them Trino last season. Um, and again, you know, with a player like Ikram Aimez on our team and, and Devin Pipers with the speed they have, it, it was always going to be a solid defensive display that we had to do. And, um, you know, we would get our moments where they do lose shape. And they, when they do lose the ball, you know, they are spaces to exploit them. Um, you know, fortunately, it worked in our favour. Um, but I also felt that we pressed at the right time. Um, you know, if you overpress and commit too early, then they play, you know, through you. Um, so I just felt that uh, we, we got that right, especially second half, where we pressed them at the right moments. And I think some of that pressure led to some of the errors that, um, you know, led to to our two goals. So, uh, yeah, again, you know, sometimes the game plan doesn't always come together, but uh, on Saturday it did. I was going to ask you about a certain Ikram Rainers as far as what is it that you've done personally as well as your technical team or maybe what has he done to improve his game? He's not a player that's just started playing. He's not a player that's, uh, you know, come from overseas somewhere. He's been at Stanley's, went to Supersport United for about three seasons, came back to Stellenbosch, but it just looks like something has ignited. Talk to me about Mr. Rainers. Yes, I think, you know, I think what people underestimate and I think he's not given enough credit for uh, uh, Ikram is, you know, he's a, he's a goal scorer and he showed with us when he was with us, uh, helped us get promoted. Um, you know, he's on 47 goals now and less than 90 matches. You know, that's almost a goal every two games, which which is, is remarkable. Um, so once you're a goal scorer, uh, you remain a goal scorer. Um, you know, that doesn't lose you. you. You just have that ability and that instinct which you always had when he was with us. Um, but, but he's also returned a far more mature player. Um, he, you know, he's a stint at Supersport. He came back uh, as a person, more mature. Um, also, technically, his game improved. His first touch was he's a lot better. Um, you know, his decision-making is a lot better. He's become a leader uh, on the field. And he's a lot more spontaneous uh, off the field uh, with, with his teammates. Um, and he's a type of player that, you know, needs just the arm around him now and then. And he needs love and care. And, you know, we will give him that. And 
so yeah, I think it's, it's a number of factors. He's come back a better player, and 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 you know we play a style that uh, you know suits our, our our goal scorers, and which we did you know the last couple of seasons with Ashley and and now with Iki. So we play two strengths, and uh, you know long may continue. Hopefully this season still we can get to the 50 mark uh, goals, which uh, you know would be really an amazing feat. So from the sounds of what you're saying, um, Steve, is that you almost worked and tweaked it somehow to play to his strengths. A lot of times players are almost forced to adjust, but to adjust in a manner that they don't feel comfortable. 100%. I mean, um, you know, if you, if, you want, if you have a striker like Ikan, you have to play to his strengths. You know, you have to... Um, he's not a hold-up player. He's not a player that you play the ball into the air to, you know, and expect him to win flick-ons and, and etc. He's not a player that you want to be receiving the ball. He's back towards goal. He's the type of player that you want to be playing into space, you want to be playing it behind defenders, you want to turn defenders, you want to you know, create situations where he gets one-on-one situations and opportunities. So, um, you know, that uh, we started the season a lot more sort of possession-based as, as a team. Um, but yeah, you know, found some difficulties in, in scoring enough goals through that sort of method. Um, but I do believe uh, when Ukraine, you know, rejoined us uh, at the end of the transfer window, and we adapted our style a bit so that uh, we could, you know, um, use his abilities to score us a goal than he has. And I think, you know, he's been a major factor in the turnaround of of uh, our season. And um, obviously in the league, we still have work to do. Um, big games coming up, uh, home fixtures against Swallows and Arrows, and, and obviously a cup competition semi-final to look forward to. What about alertness, though? Because that is something that you can't exactly coach, uh, Steve, where with two areas that are committed by Mamelodi Sundowns, uh, what then do you do? And if you've got a player that has got the mentality as well as the intellect uh, that he has to be able to convert that very snappily into not only goals, but very smartly so. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's not the easiest thing to coach in a player. I think it's the instinct that you have as a goal scorer. And I think, um, you know, as I alluded to earlier, he's always had that, um, you know, the type of goal he scored for us uh, in the National Circuit is in the type of goal he's scoring for us now. And, um, you know, it's all it's all pure sort of uh, instinct that a player just has in him. And it's not easily a coachable thing. You know, the, the ball, the first goal where you played it opposite side, of Nyong'o to run around him, you know, nine out of ten other strikers may have gone, you know, the normal route, and that was the other way around, and probably the defender would have had time to to get back. And then, you know, obviously the second goal, his first touch away from the pressure and into the path to go towards goal was just, you know, really superb. And I think one game against Galaxy when he won 6-3, I don't know if you recall the first touch that he had out of the air, Mm-hmm. and brought the ball down, turned, and still had the presence of mind to set the Mendieta up for that goal. You know, those are things that are, uh, yeah, it's not it's not something that you can always coach a player. You either have it or you don't. But it's about encouraging him now to continue to get into the right spaces, you know, to get into the areas that he can be most effective. You know, we don't want him to do things that are beyond, you know, his uh, strengths, and so we don't expect him to have to recover and winning tackles on the edge of our box. We need him to, to expand his energy going forward, but defensively to get in a good position early and then assist uh, you know, with our first line of uh, defense. Right, before I chat to you about the way forward and also the, your reaction to the draw, I, I couldn't help but wonder what a guy who's, what, four years knocking on 40, Lee Langefeld, would be going through as far as 
his personal ambitions. I mean, coach, you've seen, you, you've watched him play, you know, his days at Santos, etc. He's always been a true professional, whether people are criticizing him for various reasons and personal reasons and whatever. He has stuck to focusing on the game and he stands now together with the rest of the team just on the verge of a cup final experience or appearance. What has he said to you and, and what does it mean to you knowing that you got the senior player uh, who really has been relentless and also been a leader? Yes, no, um, Rob has been superb and not only on the field but off the field. As, you know, uh, Lee, for me, is, is one of the safest hands in the league as a shot stopper. I've not had a goalkeeper. You know, he's a better shot stopper than him. His anticipation and awareness of where, you know, Stark is going to sort of take the shot is, is incredible. And he's got one of the best uh, throws uh, in the league. And yes, he, you know, he is struggling a little bit uh, in terms of uh, a couple of knee injuries that that he has that we have to manage him. Um, but he's, uh, he's born and bred in Stellenbosch. Uh, you know, the, the club means a world to him. And, you know, there's nobody at the club that wants success for the team as much as as he does, you know, he's protective, looks after all the young players. Um, you know, he, he, he's become a real leader off the field as well as on the field. Uh, and he's almost like a glue to, to the club. You know, he welcomes new players that come to the club. He takes them out, shows them around Stellenbosch. Um, so, yeah, I'm really proud of, of, of what he's doing for the club, both uh, on the field as well as off the field. Um, and he's a type of person that will remain with the club, uh, you know, for years to come. Um, in a different role, um, you know, maybe a year or two once the playing career comes to an end. But, um, yeah, he, he's really super excited to do well and, and to win a, a trophy for the, for the team. So he's been given the role to play in the Ned Bank fixtures. Um, and hopefully we can give him that, um, you know, success that he, he desires. One stumbling block by the name of Sekukune United. What do you make of that draw? Yeah, it's a tough um, look. Firstly, Robert, it's nice to have a home draw. Um, you know, of late, you've been really getting good support from our supporters. Um, you know, it started a couple of months back. Um, and we are starting to, you know, get the stadium fuller. Um, and that uh, having to play at home is a big plus for us. Um, but Sekakuni are a formidable team, you know, a really strong team, a lot of experience around the whole squad. Um, there's a lot of, you know, physicality size. They've got a front three of, uh, you know, Huzo, Letsualo and Mokwana that are really good. A solid midfield experience at the back uh, in Cardozo and Juma. Maybe he's a really good player. So, you know, right around the team and PNT is also, you know, a seasoned professional. Um, so, yeah, all around, they, they're a very capable team. Um, and we're going to have to really be at our best to, to win the game. I mean, already this season, uh, it's been really tough encounters against them. So we're happy we're at home, um, but do know that uh, we're going to have to really play well uh, to make sure that we get to the final. Well, the route to the final is certainly in your hands. As I said, one more hurdle, and we all look forward to that. I think everybody can agree that the way Stellenbosch have been playing this season, uh, maybe it's a culmination of a couple of seasons uh, prior to that, uh, we are starting, starting to see the fruits of that bearing out. Stevie B., Thank you so much for joining us right here on the show and uh, congratulations again on the success over the weekend. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure chatting to you and hopefully we can chat after the 28th of May. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. God for that. Stevie B, have a good one. Thank you.
Bye. All right, nice one. Uh, Stevie Barker, head coach at uh, Stellenbosch. When you come back, you get more of your reaction. It is Reaction Monday. Hey, so much has happened. Hey, look at the voice notes. You, you kind of get a sense of what the feeling is out there.